Laura just showed me a clip from Family Guy where Peter and Lois are arguing back and forth, and Peter goes, <laughs> I'm going to start a podcast with no clear direction. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to Last Man's Opinion. I'm your host, Tommy McGrail. With me tonight is producer Roland, Rich Cakel, and Dan Mara. Tonight we will uh, – got a good show for you tonight. Richie might have COVID. Uh, we're going to recap yeah, the Notre Dame game, talk Giants, calf-calf. <laughs> uh, Giants-Eagles are coming this week. We're going to preview that. Uh, big news about the election uh, that Richie wants to talk about. And um, big political guy, Rich Cakel. Yeah. And uh, Roland's got a beer. So we're going to get started. What? We'll start. We'll, we're going to start with the um, do, 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 do. with uh, college football, because that's where everyone wants to be right now. Um, <laughs> Notre Dame beat Clemson in a double overtime game. Forty seven forty. I know no one in this chat except for maybe Dan really care about it. Um it's big news for Notre Dame fans. Uh, not so big. News it's a huge for win. It's a it's a big win. Um, Clemson was without their yeah, uh, with, starting with a quarterback. Bit of an yeah, and um, it, it, I mean the backup quarterback's still uh, uh, going to be going to going to be a fucking star anyway. Um, and the team is still it's crazy still good. Um, yeah, I mean they it, were without some players. Game. It's it's a big win regardless. They'll probably if Notre Dame wins out and Clemson wins out, which Clemson has an easy schedule the rest of the way. Um, Notre Dame does not. Um, they'll meet again in the ACC championship and then possibly again in the playoff if uh, if it's still uh, you know a competitive game in the uh, ACC championship. So we'll see what happens. Big game. I was pumped. Uh, it was uh, everything. I uh, went through the seven stages of emotions, and um, it was it was a great great win. That's all I have to say. I won't harp on it because I know Richie doesn't want to hear it. Uh, sticking with college football, Dan, Michigan lost to <laughs> Indiana. They did. Um, First time in twenty four years, I think. Yeah, uh, something like that. Maybe even thirty. Um, how do you feel about uh, firing uh, Jim Harbaugh? I thought he was on thin ice at the end of last year, and honestly, I don't know how you can. They're one and two this season, uh, and they lost to a bad Michigan State team where you were three touchdown favorites, and now lost to Indiana, a team that you haven't lost to in like almost three decades. Uh, so yeah, I, I mean, I, I don't know where. Like they say, oh, it's a young Michigan team, not a lot of like you fucking Michigan. You should not have like transition years. Like you should go from contending to maybe not quite as good to back to content. Like you shouldn't be okay, bad, okay, bad. Like that is not them fucking fire his ass. They haven't been good in twenty years. Like a legit contender in almost twenty years now. Michigan, worse than, yeah. worse than the Giants. Yeah, worse than, I mean, they're like the Knicks at this point. 
And they've had uh, they've had some uh, good runs at at, uh, at bowl games, um, but never really serious. Um, they kind of them and Notre Dame are kind of in the same boat. Where for the past whatever fifteen twenty years, like you were saying, they've kind of been right there in the standings. They've kind of been right there in competitiveness, but. Really, no one really thought that they were going to be, uh, you know, championship caliber. I would say, right, Dan? Yeah. You agree with that? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I mean, they 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 had Lloyd Carr, uh, and then they fired him because they didn't think he did good enough. Then they brought in Rich Rodriguez from West Virginia, uh, completely changed up the, the 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 program, and he bottomed out. Then they brought in Brady Hoke for a couple of years, and they bottomed out. And they thought they. Yep. That they thought they were going to hit hit the home run with Harvard. Everybody, including myself, loved the loved the uh, everybody loved the hire. Everybody, but loved like it. he has not brought in. Like if you look at the players that have been drafted in the first round for Michigan in the last few years, you know, like there's not that many of them. He's not I, bringing in stars. He's not yeah. bringing in the stars that you would thought he would have brought in. Or, you know, not even necessarily the skill position players, but like you know, the the pass rushers or or, or linemen, like just anything. It's just it's it's uh, sad, sad, sad state of affairs in uh, yeah. Ann Arbor, McGraw. Yep. Um, yeah, I don't know. Michigan's in trouble. So we'll see what happens with that. Uh, we'll keep you posted because I know a couple of our listeners, um, by a couple I mean all of them, are uh, college football fans and uh, are interested in the story. So we'll keep you posted on that. Uh, I'll try and get some insider information from my Michigan uh, contact. <laughs> And um, uh, yeah, I don't know. Who's, I, I don't, who's I, probably I, crying every week right now? And uh, the Michigan State loss was bad. Yeah, I mean these this are the two. I, I read this something one that was these bad. are the two. This is this might be worse. I, I read something yeah. that this is the two worst losses of the Jim Harbaugh ever era, which is saying something. And the fact that it's happening this year, and like in the spring, you know, he didn't want to lose games because of COVID because, you know, that they, they had a really good squad this year and blah, blah, like they're, they're terrible. They're terrible. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean that, yeah. Maybe you know, that's really why Michigan didn't want to, uh, play football this year. I, I wouldn't blame them. I would have skipped this. If this is what you're going to do. Like, I don't <laughs> even know. Like, but the problem with Michigan though is, is, is if you do get rid of them, like, where do you go from here? You know? Yeah, that's tough. Like that's it's tough. tough. It's tough rebuild. You do, I, you almost I, I, have to hope that you get through this year with a semi decent record. You give him next year to kind of get because of, ab- above average, and then hope that he walks away, so well, that you can of, you can hire a, a you know a, a decent coach. But the problem is like. Like when they hired Harbaugh, everyone was like, "This is it, you know, Michigan's coming back, great hire." And, and and I thought the same thing. But like, where do you go? Like, if Harbaugh flames out, like, where do you go now to get? Uh, and maybe he was out of the college game too long. Maybe he lost a lot of those <clears throat> connections. I don't know what the problem is. But like, I, I guess <clears throat> no one's going to make you as excited as a Michigan fan as the Harbor hire did six years ago. Yeah. So I just don't know where you go, you know, they tried to be creative with Rich Rodriguez, and they're like, oh, the spread offense, that's where everything's going, and that was a disaster. They tried to try to go like a little old throwback with Brady Hoke and, and kind of hard-nosed, blue-collar type of coach, and, and that was a disaster. And then they hired Jim Harbaugh, and everybody loved it. 
Um, and, and they just haven't done anything. They haven't be- beaten Ohio State. Yeah, yeah. You got a terrible exactly. record against them. You got a They're terrible record against you, Michigan State. Three, yeah. Three, yeah, three and three against Michigan three State. Three. One and five against Ohio State. I think you're like two and three That's, against Wisconsin. Those are unacceptable late. numbers. Unacceptable. unacceptable. You have to, yeah, you, you know, it's, yeah. I mean, no one's going to kill you if you lose to Ohio State. Once You're not even competitive. They have, they've been blown out the last four or five years. Uh, yep. And I'm expecting them to be blown out again this year. I don't, yeah. I don't, you know. Michigan, I think, is in a tough spot. I don't know what I don't know what they do. Yeah, they dug their own grave. They got to dig their way out now. We'll see what happens. We'll keep you posted. I don't want to harp on it too much because I know we'll lose Richie, and uh, <laughs> we already, he's already lost, lost since uh, you know Notre Dame beat Clemson uh, 47-40 in double overtime in a stunning, fantastic game. They won uh, the COVID bowl, though. They won the COVID bowl. Um, so we'll see what happens. Um, all right, moving, moving on. on. We're going to get out of the college game, um, even though uh, Notre Dame jumped up to number two, I think, or number three in the in the standings. Oh. Um, so they are, I think it's like Alabama, Ohio State, Notre Dame. Um, so moving on, out of the college game, into the pros. Giants played this weekend. They played Washington. God, I hate Washington. The Washington football team. So terrible. Um, And the Giants won. Pulled out a victory. Daniel Jones is now undefeated against the Washington team. He is 4-0. And um, it's the only team he can beat, uh, it seems like. And how would you feel about the game? Go ahead, Roland. You go first. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I was watching from the sidelines because this wasn't a nationally broadcast game. Yes. So I, I saw some of the stat lines, and in the first half, he looked kind of unimpressive just from a stats perspective. And it seemed that he picked up his numbers a little bit to a more respectable final line by the end of the game. It didn't seem like there were a significant amount of turnovers, which are good. Um, but he needs to do that against tougher teams as well. I will say this. Uh Giants Nation loves Joe Judge. They do love Joe they're, Judge. They're falling in love with him. I can't blame him. I like him too. I'm liking what's going on with Joe Judge. They do like and Joe Judge. you are he's, seeing he's you, very well you are yeah, you are still seeing progress. Um Dan uh Richie, did you watch the game? I watched most of the game. How'd you feel about it? Thoughts? As an outsider uh, Eagle fan. As just you know, a football I've been, fan. I think, I think I've been pretty consistent with my message about the Giants. You know, they're a real NFL team this season, getting yep. better as the season goes on. So I'm a little concerned. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You think they could run away with the division? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> no, no. I'm just concerned that, uh, you know, the franchise is finally turning around after, you know, a decade of irrelevance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 So I don't like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Dan. And, and I and I do like Daniel Jones. I think more more than a lot of Giants fans like him. Yeah, I like Daniel Jones too. I'm probably the only other Giants fan that likes him. Yeah, I'm still on. The uh, yeah, I I like him. Um, I think. Well, I'm only going to focus on the offense because I think the defense is basically I think the same thing every week. And I think yeah, it, it was true again this week. Um, offense, I think. 
I don't know what happened, Tommy, but I feel like the last two or three weeks, the offensive line has played its best games. Um, and I think that's made a, a huge difference uh, just because they're able to run the ball the last two weeks a, a little yep. bit more. Yeah. Um, you know, one, and I don't know if this is the reason, but Hernandez has been out the last couple of weeks. And yeah. they were been playing He's coming that back this shit. week. He's coming back. Although, I don't know if he... This kid, Shane Lemieux, the rookie, he looks pretty good. Yeah. I don't know I don't know if I would take him at... Like, it's funny. So so they have Will Hernandez and, and Thomas, who are their top, you know... Hernandez was a high second-round pick, and Thomas obviously was, was you know, a top-five pick. Uh, but the two guys that they drafted in the later round, Shane Lemieux and Matt Pert, look actually like better linemen right now. Better, yeah. Um, like I was watching some uh, some film uh, of the Giants and like you know Lemieux like uh, on Sunday Lemieux's like pulling and, and like Hernandez like in in the videos that that I would watch like he just he looks slow he couldn't get out to get those blocks but Lemieux looks quicker he looks more agile he's physical and then I feel like Thomas played a better game because of it um, as well so I feel like it's a trickle down and Matt Pert I think is going to be Matt Pert apparently is like he's like six eight, six nine, three hundred. I mean, the guy's a beast. Yeah. Um, like if I'm the Giants, I, I I think you have to figure out a way. Or you, I think Matt Pert has to start playing, and either you put Thomas at left tackle or Pert at left tackle, and the other one to right tackle and bench that fat ass Fleming, who sucks. He sucks. He's not going to get any better. He shouldn't be starting this year anyway. Uh, but 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 I'm encouraged. I think the Giants, uh, you know, offensively have played much better. However, Tommy, however, fucking Evan Ingram cannot stand that shitty fucking tight end. Rich, back me up. Yeah, he's uh, he he seems to be getting worse every week. He needs to be out of New York and <laughs> get a change change of scenery. And I don't get it. I don't know why the announcers seem to love him still. Because you know what it is? Because he's super athletic. He gets open. Guy just can't fucking catch. And not only that, so he had so he had two drops in the game. He had the one that almost turned into an interception in the first quarter. And then he had the one similar to the Philly game that would have essentially sealed the game. It literally went right through his hand and hit him in the fucking face. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, you ran the route. You got open. The pass is literally eye Eye high, right at your hand, and it literally goes right through your hand and off your face mask. Like, how does that even happen? You're an you're a professional player. There's nobody around you. I could have caught that pass. Um, and it happens like every week. I you know the other one, Tommy. I remembered earlier today today about Angram uh, on Sunday. So yeah, those two terrible drops. And the other one, it was like a it was like a random play, but it was like a sideline pass. Angram was running to the sideline. Jones hits him in stride, and he couldn't get his second foot down. And I'm like, this is like football 101. And like, he didn't have to like tightrope along the sideline. He was just like sprinting toward the sideline. He mm. caught the pass. He got the one foot in, in. And instead of like how every other fucking receiver does in the NFL, drags the second foot, he just took another stride right out of bounds. And I'm like, you fucking stupid. Yeah. He's I don't in get college, it. buddy. <laughs> I really, hey. I don't get it. And and this is a, another reflection of the poor job that Gettleman is doing, that he is still on this team after what? three years here, two years here, whatever. Yeah, well, they had... So, I mean, you're probably not going to get rid of him before his rookie contract. So this is technically no, no, his but, last no, year. But the, no, but the problem is nobody's even challenging him for the starting oh, job. Oh, yeah. He, 
he's, yeah. he's just handed this oh, yeah. at the beginning of oh, every yeah. season. I know. Yeah. Well, well, yeah. you know, and I could give him the credit the first year or two because, I mean, he looks like he's a freak. I mean, he's running up and down the field. You can't. I mean, he's faster than everybody. He's bigger. He's stronger. He's a good route runner. But he's his hands are terrible and he's stupid. Uh, that's what I've decided. Like there was. <laughs> So I, I, I watched uh, some uh, Brian Baldinger does a really good job. If you if, if nobody watches or goes on Twitter and follows Baldinger, uh, he does a really good job breaking down game film and he does a lot of giant games, breaking it down. And it's pretty interesting. But like so he did a lot of the breakdown on, on Sunday's game. And like a couple times, Washington would go like an all out blitz or, or, or blitz more than what the Giants could could block. And so Engram. It's supposed to be, it looks like some type of safety valve or something. And he runs, and like Balding is like, all you have to do is get open, like go a yard or two down the field and just put your hands out because nobody's there. Every, all the defenders are backing up to, to, to guard the receivers. And, and it's, it's an all-out blitz. And you could pick up 10 yards before anyone's going to get to you. And instead he's running like out to the sideline. And he's like, Balding is like, by the time you get to run that full route, Jones is already getting hit and getting sacked. You can't. You just have to turn around. And he's like, and he he, he said it was like, I forget what it, what the term he used, but it's basically like uh, game awareness, you know. Yeah. Um, and like he he doesn't have it. He literally has no idea what's going on in the game. And he's like, I don't know, be stupid. Like I don't know what the problem is, but like he drives me crazy. And yeah. and I mean, this is his last deal, last year, and I wouldn't be surprised if the Giants bring him back because. They don't have anybody else, but, like, it's brutal. Brutal. But anyway, I mean, other than him, the offensive line looks better. They're able to run the ball. I wish they would open the offense up more for Daniel Jones and, like, let's, you know, I, you know, keep a balanced run and pass, but, like, let's let him launch it a little bit. Like, let's go, you know? Yeah. You know, let's, let let's do some 25-yard yeah. bombs. Let's, let's, Get you know, all willy-nilly. You know? I, I still feel like it's a little too conservative and too many of the pass plays are, like, underneath. Um, and I don't think like that's what the defense is giving you. I think the defense is pressuring. You know, they're bringing blitzes. They're doing different things. Like, you know, let's go. Let throw some throw some fly patterns. You know, run a post. I don't know. Like any just of throw it eighty plays, yards down the field, bro. You know, see what happens. Like any of those plays that they do try. Like was it was it yes it was a Sunday that they tried the flea flicker that was a disaster. Like, yeah, that was I don't bad. know, sometimes they just get, <laughs> that, was, that was terrible. And the running back was getting hit before he could even flick the ball back. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, just don't do stuff like that. Just let Jones just go out and, and, and fling it around a little bit. But yeah. whatever. Philly game on Sunday. Rich, thoughts? I think it's Eagles by three and a half. I thought I saw the early line. Uh, yeah, that is the, that is the early yeah. line. Yeah, moving on just like that, Roland. <laughs> I was going to say I have some concerns about Daniel Jones oh, and letting him loose like that. I don't no, see loose, a lot maybe. of success when he's hot routing and doing things on the line. What? Let him lose. Let yeah, him but lose. I feel like Sling it, to, baby. Sling it. But I feel like you have to a little bit to see if he could do it. Like, if you're going to Yeah, keep, you got to find out. You got to find out. And if he can't do it, like, whatever. The Giants aren't fucking going anywhere. If they win the. If by some miracle they win the freaking division, they're going to win it with like six wins. Who gives a shit? They're going to get Tell you what, this, is, this, this game, uh, this next game against the Eagles, that's the game to do it because the Eagles are poopy too. So. I know. And I, and I, and I, open I up like, the book, fling it, zing it, sling it. I almost throw want, those ropes. 
Like, honestly, I almost want the Giants to fall behind, like, 17 nothing, and it forces them to, like, open the playbook and be like, fuck it. Let's let's try to pass our way out of it, you know? Now, you know um, what I want, Dan? I want first first play of the game. Launch it. Boom. Deep? No, they're going to yeah. be first play of the game, like a run up the middle. Yeah. Second game. <laughs> Second play of the game. Launch it. Um, run up the middle, then launch it. 50 their runs have been pretty successful, and I think that's opened up the passing game as well. Oh, it totally has. And I think the last two or three weeks, they've finally gotten the line playing at a level with, where they're able to run the ball. Um, so maybe they've stabilized, and maybe they're going to move forward and take more risks. Yeah, I hope gonna, so. They're going to put the guy back in. and Listen, and let me have my... It's all going to go <laughs> two minutes. I, I hope so. I, and I think they've done it a little bit more the last two or three weeks uh, in general, so I'm <laughs> hoping that it'll continue. Um, but I also want the Giants to win a fucking game here. Like... Great, we beat we've beaten Washington for you know Washington's like four of our last five wins, in over the last two years. Like yeah, that's it. I yeah, mean, come on. Can we beat another? Can that's, we beat that's another all, team? That's all you do. No, Dan, that's it. <laughs> like, that's I just want to be like like, like like I mean the Philly game on Sunday should be close. Like if you look at the Giants' schedule, it's not that tough. There are winnable games. Like the Philly game should be close. They have Dallas later this season. I mean, they honestly they should beat Dallas. Dallas is playing like a fourth string quarterback. I'll tell you what, um, if they if they play like they have the the last two games, they probably should they should win Sunday. They should win. Against there you Eagles. go, Rich. Tommy's calling it. Well uh, the pro- the problem with that is is that the Eagles are one coming coming off a bye, which gives them a huge advantage right there. Yeah, so th- they have like extra time to prepare for a terrible team. Got it. Go. <laughs> uh well ma- mainly they're getting a bunch of injured players back. Yeah, but we're getting back Tate. Oh, is are he coming back? I thought I thought they I, I assume they were just gonna cut him. Yeah, I I mean I would assume that they are too, but it sounds like he might come back. Yeah, if if the Eagles are gonna win a blowout game this season, this is gonna be it. Not Dallas? No. That was was a play with the quarterback can't even move the ball. I mean, I guess uh, he almost did lose to the Cowboys. Well, j- just because Dallas actually has weapons on their offense even without a quarterback, that you know, the rest of their offense is pretty damn good. I would say they probably have the best weapons in the division. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, without a uh, doubt. But they don't you know, have a mailman for it. You know, their, their, number, their number two running back <laughs> is, is pretty damn good, and he doesn't get a lot of love either. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, I don't disagree. I think the Cowboys' skill position players are far superior to anybody else in the division. But, I mean, quarterback stinks, and the defense isn't good. So, uh, a quarterback, by, by stink, I mean he's like the 50th best quarterback in the league. Like, there are backups on other teams that I would take over whoever the hell Dallas was throwing at him. Probably, probably better practice squad uh, quarterbacks oh, I, on other I, teams. Oh, I'm sure. Too. Like, I'm surprised uh, Dallas – oh, I guess they had Dal- – maybe Dalton's back, but even still, he's – I don't know. Uh, I, actually, I actually thought he played well enough this week to earn the next start, whether Dalton is back Danu- or not. Danucci or whatever the, whatever the hell his name is? No, it was a new guy. Yeah. Danucci was so bad they never brought him back. Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, I don't I even know his name, but yeah, he, I don't... He, he he played decently. I thought. Um, yeah, I guess he played all right. Um, I mean, I mean, they probably should have won that game. Probably. I mean, they were up big. Uh, I mean, that was mostly the defense, though, too. Gilbert, um, keeping him in the keeping him in the game. Uh, yes, Gilbert. Gilbert. Yes. Gilbert. But but either way, so the Giants Gilbert. have winnable. The Giants have winnable games on their on their schedule. I mean, the Eagle game I think should still be close. They should beat Dallas, um, or, you know, 
that game is a winnable game. They play Cleveland <laughs> and Cincinnati. Those games are winnable game. Um, you know, I, yeah, I mean, are we just going to be fucking Washington every year? Like, let's, let's try to get another victory over yeah, some I, other team. At some point, they have to beat the Eagles because they've lost, like, what, like 20 of their last, like, 23 games against oh, them or yeah. something? Eagles, Eagles is yeah. brutal, yeah. I can't remember the last time they beat the Eagles. Um, and it's always, they always blow it in the end. Something happens. Dallas, yeah, yeah. Dallas, they play pretty even, and then they, they, they've split, you know, not, not maybe the last year or so, but they typically split, and they typically beat Washington twice and then lose to Philly twice. Yeah. Um, yeah so, so even if it's in a meaningless season like this, you got to get over that hump at some point. Oh, I, I agree. They have to beat. Uh, th- this Sunday would be a great time to beat the Eagles. And then, um, I mean, I don't know if they will or not, but, um, but yeah. And, and, and just to get some other wins, like, yeah, it's just, it, it's, <laughs> I mean, it's great. Okay, we got two wins, but it's against, you know, the fucking Reds, uh, Washington football, sorry, Washington football team twice. And and to win, you would really like to see Daniel Jones lead a game-winning drive to win over the Eagles. That would be perfect scenario. Yep, that would. Be I got a scenario. I got a tie or a win this weekend. Pin it. What? Tie or a win tie. this weekend. Pin it. Why would you say tie? Why? Because I'm just like saying. To tie. <laughs> yeah, the Eagles like to tie. Tie or a win. Pin it. It's been pinned. I mean, I mean, I don't know. Give me, yeah. Let's win this game. If you're the Giants, all right. Uh, there should be no on. reason. There should be no reason why they can't win on Sunday. Moving um, on. What else? Moving what the hell else do we have to talk about? Um, can, real quick, we have yeah. one major thing to talk about. Uh, have has anyone noticed that Tommy kind of looks like a pedophile? Yeah. With that mustache. Yeah. Is that a goatee? The goatee is like really light, but the mustache yeah. is yeah. pretty yeah. heavy. Yeah. Mustache is coming in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what is that? It's for hey, the ladies, I, okay? Yeah. Is it? I gotta wear I gotta wear a mask everywhere so I can grow whatever the fuck I want. <laughs> is it uh, is it growing in everywhere though? It looks like those little spotchy. No, I shave I shaved my face. Well, no, but like underneath your lip there, underneath your like the middle part. Mm-hmm. No, no, under the under that. Mm-hmm. My keep lip. going, keep going, keep going down, like my right lip. above your chin there. Looks like there's a little gap. Above my chin? Yeah, right there. Here? And there a little gap? No, I'm shaved here, bro. That's his oh, chin. That's the shape oh, of you his are chin. Shaved? Oh, I thought, I thought you were yeah. going to get goatee. It looks like there's a no, goatee there. No, no, it, no. It, it does look like he has a shadow goatee going. Yeah. It's a five o'clock shadow on my face. Oh, but okay. just, with, just with the a, goatee. With a, with a stachio. So <laughs> 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 are you growing out the mustache? Huh? Are you growing out the stash? Uh, this week, yeah. Next week, uh, it'll be something else. Uh, grow it out. See how, see how, see how uh, robust you can get it. I will say. All right. And this week on Last Dan's Opinion. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, let's do uh, – Richie wanted to do a, a Midwest football update from uh, Producer Roland. Producer Roland. Packers beat the 49ers this week. I said, were that Mario Brothers? <laughs> Tigers beat the 49ers on Thursday night, 34-17. Yeah, well, that wasn't a game. That wasn't a game worth watching. It was kind of over in the first quarter, maybe. How about we 
How about we talk about your hometown, uh, the Chicago Chicago Bears? Chicago had a good game, I think. Foles had a decent game, not a great game, but decent. And Titans um, beat them twenty four seventeen. Just for Titans, Titans are a good team. Titans yeah. are a very good team. Derrick Henry twenty one carries, only sixty eight yards, but um, I think Montgomery is the weak spot for the Bears this week. Yeah, he's still he, an animal. He fumbled and didn't have a great game overall. Um, I mean, Titans just look like a a better team than the Bears this week. God. Falls through uh, 52 attempts, 36 of 52, 335, two touchdowns, no interceptions. That's pretty good. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Decent game, but not Uh, amazing. 39.7 QBR. 39.7. Really? How is is QBR 39.7? I I would have thought it's like high 80s. I'm on ESPN right now. 39, 52, 335. 39.7. That would have been my guess. Do you have a with two f- touchdowns and that many yards? Yeah, maybe you had a fumble. No, <clears throat> maybe had a fumble. Rich fumble. No, no, uh, Montgomery had a fumble. All, all, yeah, but they. I, I guess I will say. Um, they scored so they all were, their points in the fourth. Yeah, quarter. all their points in the fourth quarter. So they were getting <laughs> shut out in the third quarter. Yeah, in the, in the first three quarters. <laughs> first three quarters. I mean, <laughs> that's that. To me, that's a lot of garbage time right there. Seventeen point garbage time. And they only yeah. lost by a, a score. They did, but yeah. I mean, I mean, I mean, you get you you're down seventeen nothing heading into the fourth quarter, and you did nothing the whole game, and then you just piled it on. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's that's how Nikki likes to play. Garbage time stats. No, uh, you know. Fourth quarter. Fourth quarter. Try tries to come up. Fourth clutch. quarter falls. Yep. Yeah, that's, that's too much though. You can't do that. That's what like what that's what got a uh, Minshew benched. Minshew. Sounds like. It sounds like his career might be over. Yeah, you should be able to hold a 17-point lead in the fourth quarter, but sometimes you lose Super Bowls like that. <laughs> it happens. It does happen. Minshaw mania coming to an end. Is that what the mustache is for? Yeah. yeah it's in recognition of Minshaw. Oh, I like it. <laughs> <laughs> now, now he likes it. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Bring him back. Bring him back. They had Jake Lut- Lut- Lutton? Luton, 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 yeah, Luton. whatever. Twenty-six to thirty-eight, three hundred four, one touchdown. Yikes! Yeah. yeah. So, Roland, what do you think? You concerned? Bears? The Bears. I don't really care about the Bears? I just watch them because they're on TV every week. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so I'm not. Yeah, I'm Point. deeply concerned, Tommy. Point they need to patch games in their You're pass rush concerned. and secondary, and they're. Second backup corner is a little weak right now, so I think they should sign someone in the offseason. True story. True story. Mm. The hey, guys, guys, just so you know, um, just in case you didn't know, uh, Trump lost. <laughs> oh, this is our election talk? No. Yeah. Yep. It's not official yet. That is true. true. That is true. Those lying liberals. It's not official. <laughs> Richie, what's the green wave? We got a green wave? Three states? We got a green wave. Yeah, it was a big day. I think it's more than three states, wasn't it? What's next for the green wave? Well, what's the next I think you, I think you had I think you had three states go marijuana legal, and then you had Oregon, Oregon just give go up crazy. On, just They're give like, up on everything. It. That's and, all. Uh, Let's do this. Yeah, they... Uh, 
crystal meth, you know, they're yeah. they're letting everyone do everything in small personal amounts. Yes. Uh, did DC uh, allow shrooms uh, or something now? Is what was it? What was that? There was another one with uh, with shrooms. Yeah, there was. I don't know. There. Yeah, I think it was like DC or something. I don't know. There was some crazy shit mm-hmm. happening with uh, legalizing drugs uh, this year. Nothing in New York, though. Still waiting. Still no, waiting. Surprised. Jersey, Jersey passing it. That's huge for New York. Yeah, it is huge for New York. I think Cuomo is trying to put it off um, another year, 2021. They haven't we'll figured see. out. They haven't figured out everything. The green wave is out at sea, building up. Yeah. We'll see what happens. Uh, what do you guys think about um, the lawsuits and the fighting? And uh, no one recognizing that Biden won, except for everyone in the country and uh, every news agency. It's pretty consistent. And every foreign country. Politicians care too much what people say. Yeah, every foreign country, too. Yeah. And Biden started doing presidential work already. Yeah, pretty standard. It's going to happen sooner or later. Hopefully. True, 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 true. Um, Montana, Arizona, New Jersey, and South Dakota all were the states that approved marijuana. Did you find the mushroom state or mushroom? Yeah, well, uh, well or, yeah, Oregon territory. <laughs> that, that, that's a, that's on another <coughs> level, Roland. This is just weed. Yeah, but it was or it was Oregon and something else. There's there was another weird one. I can't believe New York has been so far behind in this. Uh, you know, that's kind of surprising to me. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, especially like. They're ignoring the money factor, obviously. Obviously. And and they're also ordering the racial factor as well. You know, you would think one of those things would sway them eventually. And plus, like they they uh, they like to talk to themselves talk themselves up as like a fairly progressive state. Right. So like it's like surprising to me that it's not talked about at all. I mean, it's obviously talked about, but like. I don't know. How's New Montana? York largely like isn't a progressive state, though. Yeah, it's not. Yeah. The uh, the majority of the population is, but a majority of the just entire state in general is not. So voting yeah, districts but, and stuff like that. But I thought the last few years New York has had a uh, Democratic majority in um, state government, state legislature, governor's house. Yeah, I mean, we, they, we vote good, but, you know. Well, like I know that wasn't always the case, but I thought the last few years the state house and the governor's mansion were, were both uh, under Dem control. So that's why I thought that's why I, I find it even more surprising that they've kind of been, you know, reticent to to legalize it. Mm-hmm. 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 But like, but even still, I mean, Montana and South Dakota certainly are progressive states, and they both legalize it too. Arizona, I mean, maybe Arizona more now, but geez. Surprising to me that New York's been so behind the the ball on this one. A few more years. A few more years. I mean, is not is there even a ballot measure for it? I don't uh, think so. I think I think the last what was the last election? They were going to put it on and then they took it off. Yeah, I mean, so I think they you... took it off like uh, like right before it as well, um, and they just. As I think Cuomo was saying, he's like, we just can't. He could, they couldn't figure out. Um, I think it was more about the uh, jail time, you know, 
and the uh, reparations yeah. that you know people wanted, and there were some iffy uh, iffy stuff on that. But maybe that talk's gone away now, and um, maybe maybe they'll throw it on there. Yeah, maybe. hopefully move towards states. some cleaner politics, where you have separated out bills, not to enjoin stuff that you've had in the past. But yeah, I mean, well, well, I think I, 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 I mean, I, I would imagine New Jersey voting for legalization is going to probably put the pressure on New York. Well, I think it's yeah. that also combined with uh, COVID. I think is going to help too because New York's going to take a financial hit, and they're going to they're going to need some uh, some other forms of income, you know, to bounce yeah. back. Uh, yeah, you know I what? mean, it's an easy yeah. revenue stream. Ah, super easy. We'll call we these the green crutches. <laughs> <laughs> we, I mean, weed and, and and legalized sports gambling. That's it. You'll be set. Yeah, I don't. I don't think sports betting is going to come to New York anytime soon. That I don't think, I don't like think it's different. going to come anywhere. That that but. feels like a different animal. I I agree, but if you're looking for easy revenue, right? But but yeah, with, with that, sports with sports betting, all you have is the money aspect. With weed, there's many, so many different angles that you can get behind. Yeah. that was uh, one of the one things that Murphy said can stay open during uh, this uh, latest uh, shutdown that they ha- semi shutdown that they have going now in Jersey. Uh, sports betting can uh, still be still be done. Uh, you're not gonna blow that down, baby. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. No. Oh uh, yeah. So apparently, so I'm reading an article now. Apparently, Cuomo said that because the state will be right, will, will be desperate for funding. He thinks 2021 is the year that New York will finally legalize it. Oh, yeah, that's what I. He said, that's what I he said. said next 20, year. Yeah. 2021. I don't. I don't believe it. But okay. I told We're you. 2021. Big year, 2021. Wow. I mean, they're expecting it would generate at least $300 million in taxes every year. At least. Boom. That's cold, That's hard a lot. cash. That's, That's a lot. That is a lot, $300 million bucks. Uh, you know. So, yeah. I mean, they should. Yeah. They, I, I, think, I think Jersey said they only expected uh, 125 Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, I mean... I mean, New York, I walk the streets in the city, and... If I go five blocks without smelling weed, it's well. That's like, what I'm saying. Because New York decriminalized it a while yeah. ago, so uh, like, and that's you, and that's why decriminalized it. People yeah. are just going to be puffing up on the street left and right. Might as well just sell it legally. Yeah, and that's that's why I think they dragged their feet on it because they kind of were just like, "Yeah, you can do it, but we're not going to." Yeah, but it's it. too too confusing to figure out everything else. I know, I know. <laughs> yeah. Fucking New York. We'll see. New York. 2021. Big year. Big 2021. Year. Get ready, Rich. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll be moving to Jersey as soon as they legalize it. Which leads us to our next topic. Should Rich move to Jersey to be two minutes away from work? Is that why you got to move to Jersey? Work. Well, eventually. You know, it's but, not the only reason. It's, but are you moving to Jersey reason. to be close to, close to, closer to work? Well, yeah, I, I always want to be closer to work. I mean, I have to commute to work move. five five days a week, man. Yeah, but you never move for your job, though. Yes, yes, I do. Why, why do you think yeah. I chose yeah. this apartment that I'm living Rich, in right now? I know. Richie does that every single time. <laughs> I know. Like, like, you, like, you, you, like how many times has your office moved? That place can go uh, down, you can get another job, or you get another job on your own. No. No. I mean, I no. mean... 
Jersey just makes sense too because it's closer to the Pennsylvania house. It's closer to my uh, family in South Jersey. So where in Jersey? North Jersey somewhere. You know. Yeah. I I think you should move, not within five minutes of work. Within twenty five minutes of work. Yes. 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 That's that's. Yeah. I'll I'll accept that. Yes. So that's ta- good. That's good. What what towns in, what towns are in North Jer- North Jersey that you would look at? Oh, Bergen. I have no idea. No idea. Elizabethtown? Elizabethtown's a dry town, isn't it? Paramus? I think Paramus is a dry town. Yeah, I think it is. Yeah. Elizabethtown's known as the armpit of New Jersey. (laughs) Ridgewood? I thought that was Newark. Or just Jersey Jersey in general. Yeah, Yeah. Jersey is known as the armpit of New Jersey. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, you you know, it will depend in the year. If we're both still working as certified, which we probably will be, you know, we'll have to pick a town based off what has a train station to get a lean to New York? Or yeah, what, about oh, what about Jersey City? Oh. No, uh, no, don't. You do look that. there, don't but do it's super expensive there. Yeah, don't. Oh, really? Don't do Man, Jersey me- City. Yeah. I remember when I Jersey City used to be a dump. Oh uh, no, that they've turned it around. Yeah. Well, I mean, three, quarter, three quarters, locations. three quarters of it is now like Millionaires Row, and and a quarter of it is really? is uh, well, it was, a I lot mean, of financial right people are over there now. Yeah, yeah. Because you can just take the ferry there, right? back and forth. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if I could afford to live in Jersey City. Yeah. Wow, Jersey City. You don't want to. Well, go we, there. well, I, we we used to go. There was like a uh, fondue place there. Best fucking fondue place I've ever been to. <laughs> uh, and it was like, but it's like right on the water because Jersey City is right on the water. You like overlook New York City. It's yeah, pretty impressive. I remember the name of that fondue place? Ah, oh, man, it was delicious. It was like BYOB too. Yeah. Uh, think... Most of them are pretty good. Most of them. Isn't How it... many have you been to? I like Fondue. I don't know. It's, Three, four, it's six cheese, places. right? Melted cheese? Uh, well, that that's normally the appetizer. And then the other stuff is like, I guess it's like a hot pot where it's like a broth that they bring you. Then you yeah. cook your chicken or your meat or whatever in it. Mm. That doesn't it's... sound like it's up Richie's alley. I pay yeah. other people to cook my food. That's like, pretty good. And then, I don't and then, pay the, them and then, so I can cook my food. And then the like, chocolate fondue. Come on, who doesn't fucking love chocolate fondue? Melted chocolate, ah, marshmallows, yeah. or bananas and shit. Yeah, yeah I can dig that. Like, Richie, Richie, touching somebody else's hand by accident because they're both reaching for the same stick. To dip. <laughs> I assume, I assume he's going to be him and Aileen. I mean, how many people are you going to be sharing the same dip with? Well, nah. Dan, I, th- I thought you were coming with me, but I guess not. Uh, yeah, okay. I know. I, yeah, I would. I would have th- thought so too. I mean, this is like. Uh... Okay. Well. Well. I, again, I don't. I don't think we would be sharing the same cheese pot. That would be a little weird. Yep. No, it's co- it's communal. Yeah, you're the only <laughs> one that knows any fondue rules, Dan. Yeah. Just yeah. So we're on the same uh, page. None. Of, uh, none of you had. We we cook fondue at the house too. No. Yeah. Uh, none of us vacation had... in the Swiss Alps. I think I've only had it one time in my life. I think Katie uh, did it once or twice. Was it legal at the time? <laughs> <laughs> never, never had it. Really? Ah, love fondue. <laughs> right, that's our show friends. for this week. And did not like it. Really? I'll, I'll, I'll find, uh, I'll find the name of it, Rich, and then we'll go to well, Jersey City. Does, uh, does Massachusetts have like a weed and fondue combination place? Yeah, they're right uh, next to each other. They're right they next should. to each other. I wonder they if they share wait so uh, long a beer garden eat. in the back. <laughs> uh, the beer yeah, beer garden, garden in the back. 
Beer Garden, Pot Dispensary, and uh, Fondue Place are all in the same plaza. That would be wow. yep. <laughs> that would be something. Yeah, that would be. You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome <laughs> for the business idea. Let, let, yeah, let's figure that one out. <laughs> like fun, uh, yeah. I, I call dibs on the pot shop. Pot shop. I'm making that one. Uh, yeah, we got we got some new uh, new gummies. They're pretty good, Tommy. Oh, yeah. you're eating Tommy's gummies. I have. Oh, you didn't come up. You didn't come up, but they're like half gone. <laughs> wow. What did you give him? Like a week? That was it. I mean, they're just sitting there. I'm just gonna leave them. Damn. I need fresh gummies. Two hundred. Two hundred. That's, that's <laughs> always the number. Gummies. It doesn't matter what we're talking about. I'd have to buy. I'd have to buy. I think they're only thirty coming a pack. Yeah. So, what's your point? What are you trying to say? You call Nothing. me a pussy? Nothing. I'm just saying. Thirty coming a pack. How many packs do I need? Rolling math. Dan, you're an adult. Seven. Come on. And I and I give Seven. you ten. Because you can't get a half pack. And actually, they do have half. Yeah, well, I did that advanced math. I, I went to grad school. They actually, they, they actually do have half packs. Or so I could do, I could do a potentially. Yeah. Dan, uh, I was giving you a kickback. That that was your tip. Ten, oh, ten the, gummies. Oh, ten, ten no, gummies. I don't want them. No, they, they still have. <laughs> <Yeah. them. laughs> ten All right, now you get for, nothing, uh... Dan. Now you get nothing. <laughs> and you pay. <laughs> that'd, be, that'd be pretty pricey. Man, this deal flipped quickly. <laughs> uh, Roland, how's that beer? Let's take a break uh, while uh, Dan figures out the uh, math. I didn't go to school for math. Yeah, what are you drinking, Roll? I am drinking uh, Ninja versus Unicorn. Okay. Out of Pipeworks okay. in Chicago. All right. It's got a I, sweet I'm it. Let me uh, pop it open. Yeah, pop it. It's got like a caricature, mythical. Uh, Unicorn yeah. on it, Ninja. I've had a different one of these, I think, on the podcast before, but it that was unicorn's, a special version of this. That unicorn's face was a little disappointing to me. Oh, it's uh, it's kind of like a mix between matte and glossy. There are like glossy highlights, like in the unicorn's face. Hard mm-hmm. to show on the, you know, video conferencing software camera. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of a mix between like the older school piney hops and the newer like citrus flavors, and I think it's a good balance. It's uh-huh. also eight percent alcohol, which is good. Oh, oh winner! We got a winner. Like and, winner. It's a, and it's a tall boy. There you go, a double winner, double winner. Pipeworks. You hear that, Pipeworks? Friend You're of the a pod. double winner. Double winner, which means you're a friend of the pod. Thanks for your advertising. All right. All right. Those are your beer reviews for this week. Oh, I have uh, a beer next week. I have oh, a beer. Oh, you, oh. you do? I See, I can't see Dan because he doesn't, know. never I, has this video on. So I try, it's a, It says it's on, but it's not working. Roland probably no, Dan. did something. No, no, Dan. <laughs> yeah, Roland did something. <laughs> You did. You pulled the same thing. People's cameras randomly. Dan did the same thing last week, and all of a sudden he fiddled with something, and it went on. Like, stop. Just tell us about your beer. No, I won't go on. Uh, I got uh, Harpoon. Okay. Uh, Yep. Uh, Boston Brewery Harpoon. It is Flannel Flannel Friday. Uh, That's that's the name of the beer. I did not did not come up with that name, obviously. Yep. Uh, it is a hoppy 
Amber Ale. Yeah. Uh, it is part of their fall seasonal collection. Uh, Give me that point, ABV. 5.7. Mm. So on the lower side, uh, 35 IBUs. Um, it's pretty good. Um, it's this is a, I feel like this is a perfect beer to be drinking on a fall night, as it suggests, around a um, fire pit. All you right. Pound these things down, and they're smooth, and it's perfect for this I think type that's of year. A common review for us. Yeah, just pound fire pit beer. Pound it while you're sitting well, around doing nothing. I could drink one or 25 of these. So. <laughs> well, you're sitting around doing nothing. You could, I could drink 20 of these. Yeah. Uh, it's good, though. I like Harpoon in general. So, I mean, it's, yeah, me Harpoon's too. a pretty solid beer. Yeah, good. All right, Richie, what do you got? Sick boy? Awesome. Chamomile tea. Good. That's a good idea. I should have one before bed. Yeah, with some weed sprinkled in it. Yeah. So. <laughs> there's, there's always weed sprinkled in it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, that's your beer reviews for this week. Uh, Pipeworks, double win, Harpoon, half win. I mean half win. I like Harpoon. Yeah, but uh, Pipeworks got the double win. Pipeworks got the double Uh, win. Because of the ABV? Yeah. A beer off of the week. Yeah, so that's your beer review. I'm going to fuck everything up here. And that's your winner. Um, all right. Well, that's the show for this week. Uh, I'd like to thank you all for listening to Last Man's Opinion. Uh, for Rich Kager, Rich Cagle, Dan Mara, producer Roland Varielli, and myself, Tom McGraw, thank you for listening, and we'll catch you next week. Bye-bye. Boom. Well done. Well done, Miguel. At least we got it after editing. Thank you, Dan. What happened? Oh, my, my sound? This is, yeah. I don't know what happened. What do you just do? What did you just do? I didn't do anything. All right, don't ever do it again. Uh, Wait, are you walking around your house again? I don't know, guys. Yeah, I know. Are you walking around your house again? Did it no, go from just cell service to Wi-Fi, and on the Wi-Fi, it's like amplified your fucking voice. No, I don't know what happened. Oh well. No one knows. Guess now, we'll now never know. Guess we'll never know. Um, we already know what you do. Uh, have uh, have we talking about uh, um, Queen's Bishop or, or uh, Queen's Gambit rather? We can. Didn't we talk about it last week? I don't think we did. I don't think we all finished it. Rich, I don't I, think I, finished it all. I, I thought you guys did. Um, we talked a little bit about it, uh, but I didn't want to talk about the ending because I, uh, I didn't think you finished. I didn't. Um, I didn't think you finished the finale yet, so I didn't want to mention talk about. The I last did episode. see something that's cool, and I, I'm not sure if I mentioned this last week or not, but some chess people went over it and they recognized famous games that were in there that she was playing. And oh, really? Some of them have. Some of them have improvements that the like people made mistakes in the game, and people have analyzed it like over time, and they're like, "Oh, you should have done this or done that," and it's more winning. And then the the TV show did the like the newer analyzed moves. Ah, oh, that's pretty cool. Well, it's, uh, well, I thought they they and I think we might have talked about this, but they used like actual you know experts when they kind mm-hmm. of were doing yeah, Gary stuff. Kasparov. 
And, yeah, uh, that's Bruce right. Pandolfini. Yeah, that's Barb, yeah. And Bruce Pandolfini was that guy in um, Searching for Bobby Fischer. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The mentor yeah. is Bruce Pandolfini. Oh. Cal, Cal Cunningham just uh, conceded. Conceded, yeah. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Fucking idiot. Hit a one. Don't sex and drive. Unbelievable. Uh, so, my, so I really like the show, Roland. My only question for you uh, regarding the, the program is during is the, the finale Sicilian? <laughs> is at the end I was a little disappointed in the ending in, it, in terms of they didn't really explain how she won like mm-hmm. what would like did I miss it like what did she do that for like I wish they just kind of like they had you know they, they mm-hmm. talked kind of generally about mm-hmm. moves and stuff like that it was never specific but like I'm like well what move did you did you do that he decided to resign? It was I don't know. That kind of annoyed me. I was like, what yeah, was it? I think it's it would kind of be fun to have a cutout and have people like analyzing how the game was and be like, oh, there's no move where he can escape or something, and just show the different possibilities real quickly. They do that a lot in the live chess cut. Director's cut. Director's cut. Yeah, that that was my only complaint. I was like, oh, I wish I I wish they kind of like I know they didn't go into detail like. Uh, of the games like they just played the games without like getting into it but like i felt like that last match they they were going through like you know pawn to kings whatever you know they, they were like it's... announcing the moves and it's like well if you're doing that like yeah i'd like to know what what was the move or what she did to win do you the think you're see it on the board that they have strung up for the that's what i was watching, trying but to... it's hard to visualize the board i know and that's what was the problem like, i was trying to figure out like okay what happened and then like he made a move and then she made and then there's like oh that's it <laughs> mm-hmm. i was like wait uh that was my only other than that i thought it, i thought it was pretty solid and i thought if you look at it on a chessboard you can kind of tell what's happening but you probably need to be like an intermediate level player to fully see like this is a dead position like yeah there's nothing he can do because you'd have to see all the different um i don't know there were there were lots of pieces blocking off other pieces yeah. I mean, I think they gave the general gist of it with the sacrifice and stuff. But. Yeah, but it was tough to, like, see. I don't know. Yeah. That and that is like, something that's... that's kind of a disconnect because she can visualize the pieces so well. And I feel like the people watching the show, if you're not very into chess, it's hard to understand exactly what's happening on the chessboard. Some of them are pretty deep positions and stuff. They are. So if and... you're just a, like casual observer it's probably not as oh, interesting. Oh you have no idea. Yeah no. I think no, the I, plot I, and everything is pretty good but I think so too. It, I, and that was my only that was my only criticism. Like I, I really liked it and I thought the plot was good and I don't think you necessarily needed a lot of the you know chess stuff for the first you know six or seven episodes but the, the finale I, that, that was my only criticism is I wish they kind of went into at least explain oh you know because they had the announcer like the announcers there talking about it, so you already had it built in. All you had to be like, oh, right. she moved, you know, what a move, you know, box him, whatever. I don't know. You know and I'm that gonna... really happens a lot now. If you watch chess commentary, they usually have grandmasters going over the position and showing like, oh, if he does this, he usually should do this, 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 and this. And you can see the pieces move, and they yeah. explain with like arrows and stuff. And obviously, yeah, cool. you can't do that back in the <laughs> no, 1960s. 1960s but... Yeah, no, no, you can't. 
but they could at least demonstrate it on a board or something maybe yeah or, or like talk it through be like yeah, yeah no i know that was the only that was my only uh <laughs> no nah. but I, of that i thought it was a good show i really enjoyed it uh not too many chess shows around anymore so that was nice nice change of pace yeah i now, saw what? the comey report which i wasn't too uh sold on oh really i haven't seen that yet it was just it? kind of yeah it seemed like farcical though because they Which had jeff that? daniels yeah. As, as Comey, oh, really? and I was just like, this is unbelievable to start. Like, he looks nothing like him. Yeah. And then the Obama was just a random black guy. I was like, no, you didn't, you didn't like uh, the Trump in that in that one. He that was, was the really guy funny. from. Uh, who was he? Uh, what was he in? He was the. Uh, he's like the big, um, like the big fucking Scottish guy, I think. Or something. he was like a joke though. Like, like granted, well, I'll keep my opinions to myself, but. Um, like the actor portraying him was a little over the top. The comedy. I can see him saying these things, but it's and like Joe Latrulio or whatever his name is from like Brooklyn Nine Nine and Superbad uh, as okay. Jeff Sessions. Yeah, <laughs> that is like what is yeah. this? Yeah, that it was, seems like it, a guy a little, kinda, little silly. It was like uh, like almost felt kind of low budget at times. Yeah, I th- I didn't but think it was, it was such ba- a big I didn't think cast. it was bad, though. I know, I didn't think it was bad. I just If you can Brendan, get past the people, yeah, the actors, Gleason. and actually the actresses looked like the people a lot. Like, Lisa Page looked like Lisa Page. But a lot of the actors and the main characters looked nothing like the people they were representing. It was almost like a parody with a serious yeah. plot line. With a serious like, the plot story. wasn't bad, and the acting, and a lot of... for the most part, wasn't bad. And a you just have to filter. look past. This looks nothing like what it's supposed to look like. And, and like the problem with doing like a movie like that is like everybody knows what. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, everybody knows what Barack Obama and Donald Trump session. Like, they, you all know what everybody looks like. Yeah. Yeah, the minor know. characters like Peter Stroke oh, okay. and Rich doesn't. and Lisa Page. Like, it doesn't matter <laughs> if they look accurate, right? But yeah, exactly. Like, because it looks like Jim look Comey like put that. on like twenty five pounds, and Donald Trump looks like he lost about a foot. Yeah, and he kind of looks like a caveman a little bit. Yeah, like that. It's tough to do stuff like that, like because you know when people know what people look like, and, and when everybody watching the show knows what they look like, it's tough. To, uh, it comes yeah. off as comical or, <laughs> or low budget. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, kind of like budget, the yeah. end of well, that horse that was the meme for like Game of Thrones. You know where it starts out looking good, and then it's like yeah, like a child drew it. But I think if you can get past, I think if you can get past that and go into like, I didn't think it was terrible. No, it wasn't like a waste of time or anything. Yeah, it, yeah. And, you, and it was just hard for me to flip that switch off just because I've seen yeah. these people so many times. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Check it out, Dan. Well, I, I'm watch. I will. I will. I'm watching that Barbarians now. I think I mentioned in the chat. Netflix show. Oh, yeah. I really What's, don't like that's the that's the one you said there was like a voiceover or something. Yeah, I don't I don't like when I'm that. It drives me crazy. Like it's it's you know what's weird is um so that so they they dub the uh, they dub the 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 voices because I think it's like a Netherlands show or whatever. Right. But um and it's like barbarian so like like all the Netherlands and they're basically fighting the Romans. But so the right. Romans all speak in Latin, and so they subtitle all the, all the Roman language. <laughs> hmm. But then they dub over. It's like so I'm like, you're already subtitling 
literally half the show because half the show is about the Romans. Yeah. So why, not why not just, just go for it? Why yeah. not just do it all? Because it's just like, it sounds like, you know, it's like fake when they're like talking and then they're just dubbing over it. Rather, I'd rather just hear their actual voices. Yeah. But uh, supposedly it's it's been highly rated on Netflix. That's why I started watching it. It's a series, miniseries. Yeah, uh, I think it's a regular season. I think it's, this is just the first season. Hmm. I think, um, but yeah, I mean, you know, whatever. You know, I mean, it's. I mean, I'm only like an two two episodes in, I think. But it's you know, I mean, it's what you would expect a, a show about barbarians and what to be about. Have you seen Something Mandalorian yet so far? So, I only saw the first episode. Yeah. Are you all caught uh, up? I saw yet? the first two. Yeah, yeah, I'm all caught up, yeah. Are you? I love Hungry Baby Yoda in episode two. <laughs> baby. That's... Hungry Baby Yoda. So funny. <laughs> and he kept eating them, and, and like I kept looking, and I'm like, wait, I feel like there's more than there were before. Yeah, how did they multiply? <laughs> Ladies just laying eggs in the back. <laughs> it's it's uh you know it, it's good you, you know the one thing i like uh i i made the joke uh, or not the joke but i saw the tweet about like it, it's the best show about running errands which i always laugh about because like that's basically what i feel yeah. like he's doing uh, but i do like like i don't know you know i mean not to give too much away with episode two but like just like seeing that world after Empire after Return of the Jedi and kind of who's leading what and like, you know, you had like X-Wings made an appearance in episode two. I don't know. So it's just like, I like to see, like, it, like to me that, that stuff is really cool about uh, Mandalorian. Um, um, and, and I think they do a nice job and they did, they did a really nice job in the first season of mixing between like, what always made Star Wars really serious stuff mixed with like the comedy stuff. Um, and that was always a tough three films. He leaned with stupid comedy, terrible, but like, I feel like that's always what made uh, Star Wars really good is like that mixture. And I think the Mandalorian does it pretty well. So I enjoy it. Yeah. And I always like these backstories that intertwine with the current lore that you know about stuff. And it kind yeah. of just little by little gives you insight into where they're going and how they integrate within the the overall storyline and plot. So, I feel like that with uh, Better Call Saul too, kind of a similar thing. So, I, so one of the things that I'm interested in with Mandalorian is see if how if they go into the First Order stuff at all, because I mean, I would imagine at some point the First Order has to start up. So I think that would be kind of cool. My only other <clears throat> knock, I guess, on Mandalorian is I wish. So I've been watching, um, we started watching uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer again. Uh, I don't know how many of you watch that, but uh, I'm a big fan of Buffy. I think it's an excellent show. And <clears throat> I read something about Buffy, about how like it changed how like a lot of TV was made. Uh, and it was basically like, because um, one of the things they did is like every season they would have like a main overarching theme that like they would have to go and you know main bad guy that they'd have to like fight in the finale but like throughout the season it was always kind of weaved in like that's somehow it would, it would all be connected to the overarching theme of the season 
I like Mandalorian, I feel like does that, but it doesn't do it, I don't know, enough. Like these first two episodes are, are good, but like where is the, like if I look back to the end of season one, like there were clear like villains or the antagonists or whoever he's supposed to be going up against. And like right now they're not, have any existence in season two so far so like i wish there was like a stronger connection with stuff like that so like i feel like there's there's a build up to some type of culmination like like right now it, it's it's good and i enjoy it but it's just like him going from place to place does that make sense yes thanks yes yes stupid zoe you didn't even you, watch the can you see our video are you watching our video at all? I, yes, I can see your video. I don't that know was Zoe, right? Work. Yeah. Felix is like reddish, orange. Yeah. So when we were moving, or when we are moving, there's a checkbox from the moving company about like things that you have. And one of them was Cat Tower. And I was like, are they being serious? They need to figure this into their estimate? Cat Tower? <laughs> yeah, that's, very, that's a very specific one. How big are these things? I mean, they're they're pretty big. I know, but like it's one trip to the the van or whatever. Yeah, it, and, it I mean, takes up a lot of space in the van, though. Yeah, I guess so. That's funny. So when's the big move? Um, two weeks. Two weeks from today. Whoa! Are you uh, uh so so are the movers? Are you packing everything, or are you having the movers yes. pack everything too? One day I'll be rich enough to not have to pack anything, and that will be my dream. <laughs> that would that, be amazing. Yeah. That would be amazing if I could just. That hire is my least to... favorite thing to do. Ah, oh, God, I hate packing. Such a nightmare. So wait, but you didn't sell your place yet, though, did you? No, we are going to move and then sell. We have to paint some things and do some stuff, and it's just easier. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh no, I mean, I guess that's one. I mean, you don't have to have it put completely cleaned out in two weeks, though. So, no, nope. Yeah, so I guess it'll be probably ninety-five percent. I'm, I may, I'm gonna move some stuff on Monday, like some of my bikes and maybe my record player and stuff like that. That's a little more fragile, and I don't really want to throw it in a moving truck. Yeah. Um, Are you taking all your furniture and stuff? Are you guys getting? Yeah, I mean, we have. We're doubling our square footage, I think. So we're going to take all our furniture and then probably buy some more. Yeah, yeah then you need more. And then when we finish the basement, we're going to need more. Ooh, right. finish it in the basement. We're uh, we're trying to finish the basement right now, uh, Roland. Or we have some you know. slight problems with finishing the basement. Uh oh. Well, uh, it's not too crazy. It's just some of the pipes are. If you if we walled them off, they wouldn't get the radiant heat from the rooms, uh, and they'd freeze. So they would freeze. Yeah. So we need to just um, figure some of that stuff out. Yeah, you could probably wrap them or something. Yeah, wrap them and maybe have cutouts in the wall for them, so that they're oh, yeah. not completely isolated. Yeah, yeah. But uh, we'll we'll ask professionals about that. <laughs> yeah, it's probably a good move. <laughs> I don't want pipes bursting. That is the uh, least. Yeah. That would thing. be a nightmare. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we are uh, um, not the whole basement. We're just doing one section of the basement that we are finishing. Um, it's the easiest section, and it's already it was already partially finished, so now we just have to paint it and put down floor. Mm. And then we'll have at least a little one room downstairs. And it has like electric it has like electric baseboard heat down there already, so 
So that room is, is, is kind of been half done. So then we'll just have to do it and then it'll be like a TV room or something downstairs. I think Oni just hung a piece. What happened? I think uh, Joe, Oni, you know, from poker. Oh. Oh. Uh, sure uh, he just hung a piece. Let me, let me load in. Let me see what you got going here. <laughs> I was just going to bring it up on this. Uh, oh, yeah, bring it up here. Because I'm not going on that. <laughs> Wait, hold on. So is this the guy that, that took literally eight hours before he made a move? Yeah, but I mean, that's... it. We're playing correspondence. Alright, so... So you, you have 24 about, hours to make a move. You talking about his okay. knight? Yeah, you just is. move this bishop here. I can just take that, and then... What's he gonna do? Recapture? Oh, let me go to analysis. And what's analysis do? Yeah, what is analysis? Oh, you don't use analysis mode? No. I told you about this like when we when we first started playing. So you click on this thing here, this right. hour, uh, magnifying glass, and okay. you can play moves out. So you can play uh, moves oh, wow, out, and cool. then you can go back and forward or reset back to the position. So there's some really funny things where I will play things out. Like I'll take a break from working and just like play through a few moves of the game and like close the app or like minimize it on my phone and then come back to it and be like, oh my God, this is not what I remembered. Like, this <laughs> isn't where the game should be. Like we've made it. So where did the Queens go? Like I'll have played out like five or six moves already, like trading Queens or doing something. And I'll come back to it and be like, this is not the game I remember. That's pretty funny. <laughs> so like you have to remember to like go back. Cause I know if I make a move, it'll pop up the like, accept or deny move right. thing here. And if I don't do that, I know I'm in analysis mode. Uh, so it won't give you the engine calculations or anything, but you can play out how you think the game will play out. Because I have a tough time visualizing past like three moves. I'm pretty good with like two to three moves. I can do um, two. But past that, um, Sometimes it's hard three. to see. And then you can take a look back and see, maybe I shouldn't have told you about this. Yeah, I, 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 can actually, I can actually do it on your game that you're playing against him right now. Analysis yeah. mode. That's kind of funny. Because, I mean, ideally what he'd probably do is take back that way. But I can just, like, take that piece. Right. And then what does he do? Fork, maybe? So that's probably bad. I, yeah, he could take your queen right there. Yeah. I mean, that's that's probably best play, I'd say. Yeah, but is he thinking that? That, that I don't know. I mean, he's at nine twenty slow play, so that's that's true. <laughs> yeah, I can't. See he that. did come up with like way back when I on the like beginning part of the game here. I calculated this out, and I'm like, if he doesn't see it, I get his bishop. Like if you block a normal way, like that a beginner would block, you know, like that, or with your bishop, like I just take your bishop for free. And I was like, there's one move where if he sees it, it's good, which is that, because it defends and blocks, and I can't take it. And I was like, uh, is this a bad position then? Because my queen's out super early, and it's kind of on the side of the board, which isn't ideal. But in this, like, defense, it's not super abnormal. Usually you want your queen here, though. But whatever. Interesting. I'm going to have to use this mode now. It looks pretty cool. Yeah, and it's good because you don't have to... Uh, like, I've found a couple times where I'm just like, oh, this is, like, a very bad position. Like, you think it's, like, this is leading to something good. And then I play out, like, two or three moves. And granted, you're 
you may not play the moves your opponent plays, like in the in your line of thinking, but it gives you better visualization in my right my opinion. Interesting. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Do you do this on the app? Uh, yes. You can do it in the app too. I can't really show you from my phone, but it's yeah, the, yeah. almost the exact to, same way. Um, and you don't need to pay out. for it. So it's the board with the magnifying glass. Okay. If you huh. click that in the middle, I don't know if you can see this one. I don't know. It's in the middle bottom, like if you click into a game. Okay. And then you, it's that. basically like a scratch board. You play around and do whatever you want. Oh, I didn't realize that. That's pretty cool. Yeah, because I agree. I mean, like essentially, you know, I'd play it out in my head, but like it's mm -hmm. tough to do that. Yeah, and for correspondence games, it makes sense to do because it's oh, 24 yeah. hours between a move. So if you're in a super, like, uh, tense position where there's a lot of, like, dependencies on the pieces and stuff like that, it's helpful to see, like, you can do it very slowly and see what what the effects are of moving different pieces. I mean, you can't break out and do this in Blitz, you know, like, yeah. well, a yeah. five-minute game you, or something. Yeah, you don't really have time it. to do that. Yeah, yeah. Feel like you will not have time to do that in a yeah. five minute game. Huh, interesting. Which I I think I was almost nine hundred in bullet um a couple weeks ago. I'll have to check this out. Yeah, Blitz I'm almost a thousand again. I'm eight thirty six. Thought I was See, no, eight thirty six is my highest, I guess. See, I don't know why mine doesn't tabulate how yours did. Like the games you won and lost. Mm. Is it because I don't pay for it? I don't think so. Are you in stats? Yeah. This may I mean, be just in the website. Uh, maybe just on the website. Yeah, I don't think you can get this screen on the app, but I'm not 100 uh, sure. That could be. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't go on the. I don't go on the. I don't. See, I can't computer. see your stats. I can see your games and how you did, and I can do your analysis board. Look at 82. percent I think I can analyze your games because I have oh, really? membership now. Yeah, if you ever want to analyze games, let me know. I'll bring it up. This one I lost. <laughs> yeah. Well, I just clicked on the Perfect. top one. Perfect. A after after uh, Tommy leaves every week. Draw. No, that's okay. I'm you pretty can do good it. Draws these days. All right, here a, a win. Okay, we'll go to. Oh, you already analyzed that. You seem to analyze a lot of wins. It seems. Oh, I do. I do like to look at my wins. It's okay. You can do whatever. Okay. It doesn't matter. Here's another win. You'll see. Wait. Doesn't like. I really like playing like 800 level people now. So you were way behind in accuracy in you one. Nice. Probably can't All right, so what's, what's, what's the analysis tell you? I've never really used the analysis either. Uh, I think you get one game report per day, and it, tell, it ranks your play based on the engine moves. Three. You get three, I think. Oh, you three? Oh, nice. Yeah. Okay, so it just tells you how many good moves and bad moves you have, essentially? Yeah, and then if you so click on key moments, it'll tell yeah. you where you can improve. Yeah, I like the key moments. So it'll tell you how accurate how accurate you were and like what moves you missed essentially, and then key moments will tell you like what were the turning points, good and bad. Like so, you see oh, this, you missed... right? It says G four yeah. is a mistake, and then you can click yeah. retry and play like what what could be a better move. Yeah, it's kind of cool. That seemed like yeah. a decent move. Um. So then, yeah, it'll tell you what a mistake was. It'll tell you like you had a winning opportunity and you blew it, or you know. You had mate in two moves if you did this. It's pretty cool. And I can play your moves too. Well, I thought that yeah. was a reasonable move. <laughs> this is going to be even worse, I bet. Like, yeah. 
So you can keep doing it and it gives you the evaluation. Interesting. It's pretty cool. I think what they're looking for. Yeah, I don't know. Probably not. Sometimes they... Less bad, I guess. Sometimes the engine moves aren't natural. Yeah, Um, and and they also like to... I I find uh, the engine also likes to... um, That's one level down. uh, They like to trade pieces a lot more than... I'm not, like, opposed to trading pieces, but, like... Mm -hmm. You'll, but they'll trade with. your bad pieces for an opponent's good piece. Yeah. Which is or, like, uh, it's not the way people think a lot of the times. Exactly. Or like, they'll, so if I'm behind, Danger. I don't like to trade my queen because I feel like that's my out to get like mate, potentially, especially if I'm behind. Um, but like, oh, yeah. they like to trade queens a lot. Or, you know, whatever. And so it's just kind of interesting. I mean, there are times when it's good. There are times when it's bad. Yeah, that's pretty cool, though. Like everything. Yeah. I have to try the I have to try the other one where you could go through the, the, the moves. It's kind of cool. Play it out. Yeah, and, and now... Oh, I should have shown you uh, this open. They have computer opponents now. I think that's oh, just Oh, do they really? For, yeah, I think that's just for premium members, but I'm not sure. Uh, how much is the uh, membership? I- Hundred bucks a year for the like top of the line one or whatever. I use it a lot, so I just pay that. So here, chess computer, and then you have different levels of play. So there are adaptive ones that I guess change their play based on how you play. But then there are other ones based on certain ratings. So they start at two fifty, which is like laughable. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Even like <laughs> seven hundred and eight hundred are pretty laughable. Which I thought was weird because the opponents I play at those levels are not like yeah. super easy those... or anything or hanging pieces all the time. Yeah. Uh, and then yeah, once, once you get... get to a thousand, it starts getting hard. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, I feel like. Yeah. So this yeah, I feel guy. Like once you start like... to play 800, like 800 players, like it gets to be legit. Like they could, they could yeah, win, yeah. you know. But I think what happens a lot of the time is if you get to like. Why I like playing the French defense a lot of the time is because it gets into a tied up position in the middle. And a lot of people have trouble keeping track of all the pieces and like how many times they're attacked and how many times they're defended. And it's kind of easy to pick off pieces real easily if you can do that math more quickly. And I can do it very quickly for Blitz Um, and even more so for Bullet. In Bullet, it it gets kind of funny sometimes. I'll just be like picking up pieces all over the place. Interesting. But yeah, you can play them and rematch them and stuff like that. And a lot of them play specific openings and stuff like that if you want to practice. So like this guy I know plays the French defense if he's black. Because I've this is like the level I'm on right now. The 1600 guy I beat, but it took me like, I don't know, 25 games or something. Huh. That's pretty cool that they have computers now too. Yeah. Or computer players. And they're building out... So I was thinking about this before, because one of the guys from Chess.com was like narrating the Speed Chess Championship, and I was watching it, and he was saying they're going to put out a lot of them. And I was wondering, they based some of them on chess, like popular chess players. And I was wondering, if you take like a machine learning algorithm and pipe in all the different chess games they've played and responses that they've had to different things it's probably super easy to make a bot. Like, it probably just requires computing power to do. Right. But it's probably pretty easy to make a bot that follows... Because there's a finite set of moves you can do. And unless you play some super wacky move, 
Like, there should be a, a common response to most play, I would say. Huh. Yeah, That's pretty cool. I'm going uh, to have to dig a little deeper into this app, apparently. <clears throat> I wonder if they started doing all this because everybody started playing chess again during quarantine. Probably. I feel like they have <laughs> I feel like they hadn't, like, updated it in, like, years. And then all of a sudden, they're like, oh, shit. People are back using this app. Yeah, again. they're hiring a something. lot of new development people, I think. They, they, oh, really? They sent out an email, like... I didn't ask for these emails, but I think they sent them out to everyone saying, like, we're hiring all these new positions. Huh. All right, fellas, I got to hit the road. All right. Feel yeah. better. Yeah, thank you. All right. Let us know, let us know when you're COVID positive. Great. Yeah. Thanks. All right. Thanks. Bye. 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 Thank you. Bye. Bye. Later.